Welcome to another Acoustic Alternatives. I'm John Bomarito, broadcasting from Grove Studios, my home since this uh, whole uh, thing has started. It's been a lot of fun. And back then, I didn't have anybody supporting me uh, in the ways that I do now, but I have. I want to thank David Palmer, who's been the first to jump on board as a sponsor. DCPalmer.com to find out more about what David is doing. He's a, a real estate an associate broker, realtor, serving clients in the city of Detroit and throughout the region. And I'm going to talk more about him in the middle of uh, today's podcast. But I've been uh, wanting to get somebody uh, on this podcast for a while. And just so happens she was coming to this part of the world to do some recording with a new album that's coming out in the fall. And it is my pleasure to welcome to Acoustic Alternatives, Rin Tarsi. Rin. Hello. Hello. It's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. I've missed seeing your face and hearing your voice. And you just haven't been part of this side of the uh, state's scene in a while. So Right. My memory of seeing you uh, exists in two forms, the show at the Ark, which mm-hmm. was incredible. We'll get to that a little bit later. And then you did the Valentine's Day show too I did, with Chris yeah. and Kylie, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That was a great show too. So <laughs> yeah. th- th- there's like some, th- there's some reasons that I, I've been wanting to have you on other than the fact that I love your songs and your voice. So mm. why don't we start with one of the songs before we dig into you as a person and as a musician. Awesome. And as, uh, all the things. What would you like to start with? Um, I'm going to play a song called 94. It's actually, I just released this as a single mm-hmm. uh, about two weeks ago. And so this is uh, on my new album coming out. What's the story behind it? Um, I was driving, as many people do, I'm sure, along 94, back and forth, back I, and forth, back and forth. I've heard of that freeway, <laughs> yes. It seems familiar. And uh, I was driving to, to a job that I, um, you know, that I, a music job that I liked, but it wasn't, it wasn't what I, you know, was really wanting to do with my, with myself and my heart. And so I just found myself like reflecting on where I was in life and where I thought I would be and where I wanted to be. And, um, you know, kind of like being frustrated, but also like wanting to work through it and, and get somewhere else. So you took 94 to get there. I did. All right. Rin <laughs> on Acoustic Alternatives. <laughs> I've kept up with this stretch in 94 Better than I've kept up with my college friends I know every tree and landmark And the woman on the billboard With her perfect hair and perfect skin Is this what I imagined That my life would be like at 29? Every day I breathe a mantra But the loudest words I hear are I'm behind Behind the ones with vision and behind the ones with children What happened to my ambition? Behind the ones with purpose, I keep digging for my purpose I don't know why I'm so nervous And I keep on driving down this stretch of 94 And I keep on digging, digging, hoping I'll find can't recall a time when I felt quite as lost, as lost as I feel right now. I know how to force a smile, I know how to make it seem like I have no doubt. I've seen the sky from many different countries, all I feel is I'm behind. My dreams have crashed behind me, I can hardly keep up with my 
ones with houses and behind the ones whose baby is their business. Behind the ones who've made friends with routine, their morning coffee and their nine to five in the office. But is that what I want? Oh, is that what? Jesus died to save me. Now it's Father, what does this all mean? And who am I? And who are you? And who are we? All this driving down the stretch of 94. Tarsi on Acoustic Alternatives. 94 is the name of the song from a forthcoming record, which we'll get into as we get a little further into this uh, endeavor. And it might be the first time a train has come through while we're recording. Oh, I no, can, did it? I could kind of hear one in the background. I don't know that it came through in the microphones. But, you know, uh, I kind of feel like that is fitting for the song. It, it is a little <laughs> bit, actually. And I, I don't think any state troopers watched this. Were you writing that like while you were driving? <laughs> <laughs> I got my pen and paper out right in well, front of me. Well, <laughs> I mean, you can always do the phone thing. Hey, yeah, no, I was, a, I was, you know, kind of, I think I might have been just just in my head. I was probably voice memoing it as I was going. Mm-hmm. Did you write it in like call it one sitting or did it come over the course of several days? No, this one was over the course of several days. I remember finishing it in my in my bedroom and uh, just kind of, but it was, it was a pretty easy flowing one. It wasn't like one where I was like trying to hunt down the words. It was a, you know, kind of, kind of coming. It has a lot of feels. It has a a very honest feel Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. It's nice. Well, let's back up way farther than your newest single to before you were even Rin, when you were going by Catherine, you were a young child. And at some point you thought, I want to play instruments and sing for people. Tell me about that journey. Tell me about where, where where your, your musical love started. Let's see. Um, so I, it like I loved music as long as as long as I can remember. Like I don't I don't remember there being a time where I wasn't you know thinking that I wanted to be a singer when I grew up. Um, but I did you know like do you hear what I hear was my very first solo in the Christmas choir in like third grade or something. Um, and then uh, when I was in eighth grade, my sister and I were um, were just singing in the kitchen, and that was the first time that my my siblings were like, hey. That's different. Uh-huh. And, and um, so my my brother was like, we should get you to sing the national anthem at the at the girls' basketball game because at, at my tiny Catholic school, girls' basketball was like the, the big thing. And so I was like way too freaked out. And then they um they were like, Well, how about we record it on a on a tape, like an actual tape, because that's oh, yeah. when back when we were actually playing cassettes for stuff. And uh and so I was like, Okay, fine, I'll sing it to a tape and then and then we can use that. And so my sister TC was like, Well, I'm gonna take it to the athletic director. And so she took it to him, and then the next day she came home, and she was like, hey, Catherine, you're singing at the girls' basketball game tonight. And I was like, it was supposed to be the team. <laughs> so, but I have both of them to thank for that, because uh, um, then the the very first time I step up to that microphone, I just, it was, um, it was, you know, it was kind of, it just felt like magic. And that mm. was the first time that I remember, 
like really falling in love with it. I hear in your voice not what I would expect based on how old I think you are. And I don't really know how old you are, but I know you're not old enough to have been like Joni Mitchell, Judy Collins, like mm-hmm. early 70s female <laughs> folk. Like, but I hear that in your voice. So I don't know where that comes from. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Just a little bit. I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's more 70s than 90s. Okay. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. You mean like in my, like in my singing? The way you sing. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I really. That is a compliment because that's kind of where the whole genre that you're in mm-hmm. started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I definitely admire, um, admire those singers a lot and their, just their, their honesty and their songwriting. Hmm. Who was it that influenced you? Um, my, Mariah Carey was actually my very She's first. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. I'm reading her biography right now. And oh, it's incredible. It's a biography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just put out a memoir. I have to find the version if she reads it. I always like when the, when the artists themselves read it to me. Yeah. I've enjoyed several of them that way. Uh-huh. The Elvis Costello's was really nice that way. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen's was a little slow, but I got into okay. it eventually. Like, okay, this is good. Phil Collins was really cool reading yeah. his. I tried the one with Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders, but it was read by Patricia Arquette. Oh. Thumbs down. <laughs> Give me Chrissy reading that because it just didn't sound right coming mm-hmm. out of Patricia Arquette's mouth. Anyway, so I'll have yeah. to check out. Thanks. That's I did. Um, my friend did tell me that Mariah, uh, there's a version of her reading it. So okay, good. you'll be able to find it. I'm waiting for the Brandy Carlisle book, which Ooh. I bought the book for to come out in her audio version. Yeah. Because I love, I want to hear Brandy tell me the story. Yeah. I could read it. I'm oh my gosh. fully capable. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, Mariah. That's. I mean, I don't hear Mariah because you're yeah. not going. Eh, oh yeah, like these notes that I can't even emulate. No, not at all. I mean, like <laughs> I really, I tried to sing like her for forever, and then finally one day I was like, you know what? I think I have a different genre in me. But she yeah. was, she was my inspiration. <laughs> she's, she's pretty great. Would I have found you on stage in your high school musicals? Yes. Mm-hmm. What kind of roles were you doing? Like major? Like were you the lead or were you support? What? Um, I was usually. So my high school actually didn't have. Well, it had, it had a little bit of a theater program, but I actually, um, like fell in love with the performing arts during in a, a summer theater program that Portland put on. And, um, so I was in that from fourth grade up until, up until I graduated. And that was like, that totally made me fall in love with the stage. And I, I played Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. Hmm. Actually, my first big role was Bilbo in The Hobbit. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that wasn't a musical, but, um, yeah, I loved, I loved straight plays. I love musicals. And, uh, I played Susan in Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, played lots of different lots of different roles. Did and you, a few in college too. Did you grow up on the west side of the state, or you said Portland? That could have been Oregon for oh, all. Oh yeah, Portland, Michigan. Okay, mm-hmm. over by Lansing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, wait a minute, Portland, Portland, Maine too, isn't there? I always uh, let people think I'm from the big city for a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, small town girl. Would your high school friends have seen you? Like, would they know that this was your path if I had met them then? I don't think that they would be surprised. Um, what do you think Rin's going to be when she grows up? Oh, I don't know. A nurse? Uh, <laughs> it could actually. That was what I was planning on. Really? It was always either a nurse or a singer. So You're a very caring was... individual. Like, no, seriously. I mean, I, I get that from knowing you not super <laughs> well, you. but well enough to, to feel the personality that comes through from you. So that was just a stab in the dark. That was Thanks. apparently a really good guess. <laughs> but musician is on the list at some point, obviously, because here you are mm-hmm. playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Do you make a living doing this? Is this is this your primary source of income? Um, this has always I've always supplemented with something else too. So I've done plenty of odd jobs over the course of the years. Um, but music is I'm like wanting this to be my primary source of income. It's not quite yet, but yeah. mm-hmm. guitar first or piano? Uh, which one? Which one did you learn first? Piano. You have to think about that? I do, because I... Simultaneously? I, <laughs> no, you could have been learning yeah. them at the same time for a while. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, 
I went, I always, I went further in guitar, but I played, I remember taking piano lessons when I was like in elementary school. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It was sort of back there. Yeah. But then you didn't, when did you start writing songs? Were they on guitar or piano or both at the same time? On guitar. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the first, the first song I ever wrote, well, <laughs> you probably don't share with people anymore. <laughs> no, but the first song that I like wrote that I shared with people was was when I was a senior in high school. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm sure. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna guess because the stuff that I was writing poetically because I don't play music was all sad, broken hearted, <laughs> or I love you. Like it was relationship stuff, right? What yeah. else? What else do you write about in high school? Yeah, I know. Mine was like mine was like wide eyed and bushy tailed, and it was oh. like, mm, here oh. we go. Life oh. is good. Oh. Let's go get it. Oh, <laughs> that one probably should have survived the cut. Maybe you should play that one. Yeah. So when did songwriting enter the picture? That that senior year was the first first time you started writing songs? Yeah. Um and I I think that I I kinda thought about it for a while. Like I, I like knew it was inside me for a long time, but um but it really started becoming more of like the middle of college is when I started writing songs that I um that I now share. And like middle toward the end of college was actually when I really started being more public and and kind of more um, like committed to the to being a songwriter and 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 just like needing to get whatever is going on in here out through you're, that way. You're a little less shy about it now. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why we have a new album coming out. August 14th is the scheduled date. Yeah. We made a face. Paradox <laughs> is the name of the album. Would you like to try another song and tell me a story about whatever you have next? Yeah. Um, so the next one I'm going to play is called Free. And uh, actually, I wrote this. I started writing this song while I was painting painting a garage for my friend when I got back from a trip to Africa. And um, I was actually, I was on a mission trip over there, and I really thought that I was going to be, like, spending the rest of my life over there. And, uh, and I got back, and I was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And... Turns out this song is really just about something that a bunch of people struggle with. The big A word anxiety. Mm, or but what do I be when I grow up? I'm yeah. That, <laughs> that too. <laughs> but yeah, so this is called Free. Oh gosh. That's gonna be not fun for anybody to hear. I see everything I want and I want everything I see I've got plans and I've got wishes, I see possibilities I just look for someone else to take the lead I'm a flighty bird that cannot find the perfect nesting tree I'm a prisoner to pleasing every person close to me Have I become a whore for other people's needs? in the night become my only source of light don't want to run from my own life not gonna let this devil take away my life I'm romance by the forest but seduced by every tree I crave discipline but impulse makes a puppet out of me Dr. Tom tells me one day I'll be free I'm afraid to show the colors I don't think you want to see 
say comparison steals joy I rob myself repeatedly Never finding what I want to find in me Sometimes I lie awake at night Thinking up alternate lives Of all the dreams that I have yet to try Not gonna let this devil take away my life I'm quite skilled at building walls to keep love safe inside But one thing I have learned is that when love is safe it dies Twenty-seven years of life You think I'd finally get it right But the truth is it's a constant fight And so I lie Keebler elves working overtime And if I'm lucky, well, sometimes I can reason enough to find That the darkness comes, but then comes light So dark or light, may it be, I'm free Not gonna let this devil take over me Cool new song from Rin Tarsi from her forthcoming record. It's called Free on Acoustic Alternatives. And uh, I don't know why, but when you sang about the Keebler Elves, I, I pictured the little trademark and wondered if they're going to like come after you. If you like, <laughs> if you print the lyrics on oh. some website, like, is that a trademark? It probably is. Like, do you need to, do you need to worry about that when it's in a lyric? I don't know why that came to mind. I'm so sorry to fill you with anxiety. Oh no, no, I've, I've definitely I've definitely worried about that before, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. You're going to get some more attention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Music, musician suit for saying Keebler Elves in a song. Come on. Without asking it, for permission. Let it go, Keebler. <laughs> You don't need the money. <laughs> well, if you don't mind, I'm going to take a, another minute to thank my sponsor because, I mean, without him, literally, I can't do this anymore yes. because, um, well, you know, things cost money. So he's been supporting my radio career just by like listening and 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 congratulating me on having who in and just being supportive and, as a friend. Uh, David is a great person. DCPalmer.com is the website. Write that down. He's an associate broker realtor serving clients in the city of Detroit and throughout the region. And if you're a first time home buyer, those selling a home are recovering from this experience sometimes. Uh, this this is something he can help you with. If you're a first-time home buyer, he's he's good at that. If you're recovering from being a first-time home buyer and you're buying your second home because you had a bad experience, he's the guy for that as well. You can read testimonials that people have put up on his website, dcpalmer.com. You'll get a better idea. If you're doing estate sales and downsizing, this is another thing he's really good at. At my age, I'm looking at my aging father and knowing at some point not going to be around. Not to be grim, but this is going to be the case for all of us. We're all going to lose our parents. The struggle of the passing of a loved one is a real thing. And what do you do with a lifetime of stuff? Well, David handles that too. He's really good at handling that kind of stuff. So he's your solution for many things. He'll walk you through the steps with your permission, help guide you and manage those third parties whose services you might need. 
I've known him for years. He's a really great human being. He's got a vast knowledge of music. I would love talking music with David as well, but obviously he, he needs to know his job and he does that very well. He cares about the Detroit region. He's uh, had a positive social impact around here and I think you're gonna enjoy meeting him. So dcpalmer.com and he's affiliated with Realty Experts LLC, 1420 Washington, number 301, Detroit, Michigan, 48226. If you wanna call him, 313-759-9558. Thank you, David. We'll give you another shout out at the end. So thanks for playing that new song. We we'll love that. Uh, you had a debut album back in 2018 called East. You yeah. might have a copy in the car if I'm lucky and I yes. can give you some money for that. Mm -hmm. um, but then you you put that out and were you here when you put that out? You were in, I was, yeah. yeah. So you were in, in mm -hmm. Ypsilanti, right? Yep, yep. Uh, then you moved back to to Grand Rapids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why the back and forth? What, <laughs> what brought you here for one thing? Um, I actually <laughs> moved here for a worship leader position for um, a ministry called Be Love Revolution. And um, and then moving out here, I, uh, I that was actually how I met Chris DuPont, who produced East. Um, and so, and he's producing my album Paradox coming up. Um, so yeah, but I've always, so I, I spent a couple years out in Ann Arbor and I, I like it out here, but I, I think I've always just, just considered Grand Rapids home. And so there just came a point where I was like kind of missing it. And yeah. so I thought, you know, I, um, I think it's time to move back. So, and then of course COVID hit. So <laughs> I'm like, well, is this, this isn't what Grand Rapids was like last time I was here. <laughs> no, it's a little, little duller. Uh, but the good thing is that when you moved here for two years, yeah, you made some connections, yes, including myself, mm -hmm. yes. but, I mean, but you connected mm -hmm. with a whole nother music scene. Absolutely. So technically it was a good thing to do because you've got yourself plugged in in two different spots. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, it was just, it's been so great to, to work with Chris and to play with him and then to meet you and to, you know, get an opportunity to play at the Ark and. Um, just meet a lot of really wonderful musicians in the folk scene that I'm I'm so grateful to still be connected with. It's a good thing. I saw an article you did right around the time of that ARC show mm -hmm. where you answer a question that you know a lot of people ask, and I just I'm noting it because well I mean you and I are, are we always like talking just like as friends right? Yeah. But I looked at the artist that you listen to him at. She's like my best friend. <laughs> Lake Street Dive, oh. Ingrid Michelson, Sarah Borellis, Steel Wheels, Brandy Carlisle, Amos Lee, Ed Sheeran. Like, these are authors I love. Like, yes. you and I have very similar. We should be hanging out more, is I guess yeah. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, fun fact. Yes. Um, Jay from the Steel Wheels. Yeah, he lets the you know mandolin. Play, yeah, he um the song that I just played free, he played a mandolin solo on it for the album. So oh, nice. that's exciting. That mm -hmm. is great. I'm I'm hoping to maybe uh, get him with his band in some way, shape, or form into this Ooh. podcast somehow. Yeah. And as well as Cold Tone Harvest, who are friends with Jay. So I'm, okay. mm -hmm. he's a connection that might end up here. So cool. it's a good thing. But yeah, I just, I was looking at that going, well, we should be like best friends. <laughs> those are all, those are all your, your <laughs> favorites Some of too. my absolute favorites. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm sure you like Sarah McLaughlin. I have a strange mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, so we could talk about the stuff we like that's the same all day long. But oh yeah. Who actually inspires your songwriting? Um, currently, May Earlywine is really oh, inspiring my songwriting. And she's so good at it. She is. She just, like, her her lyrics are incredible, but in addition to that, the way that she, the way that she, like, almost creates this, like, pool for you to sit in that, like, the whole song is just, like, envelops, envelops you in, and it's, like, I just, 
I find it like impossible to not be changed just by listening to her music. And it's incredible. Have you been catching the Mondays with May that she's been doing? I've been seeing some of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You and I have been watching concerts together, yeah. just not knowing, like <laughs> yes. sitting in my office thinking, I wish I had a friend with you. I do. <laughs> you do. Ren is there. I just didn't know you were there. <laughs> yeah. We should both make the same snack. So we're actually feel like we're hanging out. <laughs> That'd be fun. I don't think she's doing them anymore though. sounds like she announced the essential end of them. Oh, she soon. did? Yeah. More or less. Cause I just saw the, the one last, yeah. last week. The friends one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Anyway, did you do much of that? Did you do, I know, uh, I know you did a couple of videos, but did you I, do much performing as streaming shows during the pandemic? I did. I did. Um, I saw one, I think. Quite a few in the beginning. I actually, I just, I picked a theme. Like my first one was 90s themed hmm. and then I did like a Motown theme and um, I just, I just had fun with it. Like I was like, everybody's cooped up inside, but let's just, let's just make this a blast. So I did those and then I, and then I started doing originals too. So in your years of performing, do you have like a favorite show of all time that you've done as a performer? I would have to say it was the arc. I was there. I was actually supposed to be hosting Top of the Park in Ann Arbor that night, and I was, and I did my stage announcement, but I was supposed to go back. Uh-huh. I think I, st- I think I stuck out, but I, like I, I didn't want to leave because ah! your band and you were so good. Oh, thank you. And that night, like what you proved to me is. I've seen a lot of artists in the young phase of their career, and you're mm-hmm. still kind of in that beginning yeah, phase yeah, in a for sense. Much. They don't have stage presence. You have stage presence. Thank you. That is, I mean, that's something. That is something mm-hmm. that's uh, you can't buy that. Yeah. You have to develop that or just have it. Mm-hmm. You were naturally entertaining. I was enthralled by your show, and it made me go, okay, okay, she's the real. She's the real deal. I liked your stuff before that, but that was like the turning point where I went, I'm a Rintarcy fan. Ah, See, thank that you. show, that was great. So, <laughs> I mean, the solo thing is great, but that, oh, that just, band thing was, yeah. was really suited you well. So mm-hmm. keep that thing going. Absolutely. Um, I, I encourage that for sure. Do you have any uh, career goals as you're going forward with this new album? Is there a, like, I want to take this across the country. I'm satisfied with this being a, a regional release. What is, like, what is your thought pros- process going into putting out Paradox in August? Hmm. Uh, you haven't given any thought, apparently. Some. Um, I actually think with this one, I would really like to, um, be intentional about cultivating a a fan base in, in West Michigan. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd like to do some country traveling with it, but I really, um, I really want to focus on the listening rooms in Michigan and like in the, um, in, in the the area. Yeah. Yeah. In the region, just because I like, I think that that'll, that'll just help me to feel more like I'm like growing as, as an artist and like feeling supported, you know, it's mm-hmm. just seems like a really important thing. Not too long ago, you got back from a road trip. Yeah. Which was a bus. <laughs> was that essentially a busking road yeah, trip? Yeah, it was a busking just, road trip. <laughs> like you purposely went out just to go busk. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. How did that go? Tell me a little bit about that. Um, It was great. It was, uh, so my friend Lauren came with me and we drove out to California and we, the first like official stop was San Diego. And then we made our way throughout all the Southern states and then back up through the Carolinas and Kentucky and Tennessee. And, um, and it was, uh, um, I mean, lots of fun cities. It was literally like, we just were like, okay, we, we did some research for each state. Um, the goal that I made at the beginning of this year was to busk in every state in 2021, which um, it's not really as much my goal to get hit every state this year, just cause I like found that we were just like flying through them and not really even necessarily able to like enjoy and Aww. like explore and stuff as much. Um, but we, uh, but I, I um, yeah, so finding like the the right town, like it it, it kind of ended up just being like the the best towns to busk in for me were like 
little towns with like big families and like lots of little kids and people strolling around eating their ice cream and like stuff like that. So yeah, but it was, um, every city is very, very different. What did you do to make sure that they remembered you? Did you have your CD for sale? Did you have business cards, anything to direct them to your website? Um, I just always like was announcing it. I like was, you know, talking about Instagram and Facebook and, um, got lots of new followers that way. And then was telling them about paradox coming out this, this, um, summer and you know just kept on announcing it as i was singing songs and stuff like that grassroots mm-hmm. ready to go oh yeah all right what a song did you do on the the busking tour that you'd like to do now Ooh. um from your new album paradox which is yes. due out august 14th ish yes it is i actually <laughs> i'm not holding you to it that's yeah, why I keep please saying. don't <laughs> yeah the goal is the goal is the end of august slash yeah. maybe early september okay um well then i'll stop saying august 14th <laughs> This I, year. Uh, we'll say this year. Yes, that's perfect. This year. Um, I actually didn't do this on the on the trip. Oh. Um well bad lead in by me. Sorry. And but that's actually kind of why I'm excited to do it right now, because it's been a little while since I since I really sang the song. So this is a song called Nervous, and uh it's about just being vulnerable in in relationships. <laughs> to get to know someone new I'm nervous that the person could be you I know I've lived a life decorated with white lies and I've made myself completely bulletproof Tin man and the lion, this I know. I find it hard to love the ones I should the most. I'm scared that you'll get caught in the tangle of my thoughts or in between the iron fists. Convince myself I've lost you 
When I lie awake at night With nothing but my mind I know I want to live A masterpiece I want to live Carefree Unpolished and unafraid to be seen. When my head is getting older, you'd think my heart would follow suit, but I find it's getting younger. I'm watching as the rabble comes undone. All my bags are packed in case I need to run I've learned to live my life All alone I can get by But I want to live A masterpiece I want to live carefree feels yeah careful playing that one out live because you're, <laughs> you're gonna have some people uh, coming up to you after the show that's me <laughs> chris was like you really need to cut that last song for, or that last line from the song <laughs> no no you don't because it's an honest song no, it no that's 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 beautiful <laughs> thank you that will be on the record yeah it will that's, i'm really excited for it mm-hmm. so far that's my favorite of the three ah thank you because i felt i felt a lot and that's what you want right mm-hmm. that, i mean isn't that the purpose of music Either totally. to make you feel like you want to dance or you mm-hmm. want to just like, oh, I feel something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well done. Thank High you. five across the table. Thank you. <laughs> so the album is coming out sometime mm-hmm. this year. Yes. Tell me about the process of putting it together. Did you do this all during the pandemic, like visiting Chris periodically? and Most of it, yeah. Um, so this is the best thing to come out of the pandemic, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, so we started last, I think about a year ago. Probably in like July, July of 2020, we started, um, and I just made my way over to, to Ipsy from Grand Rapids, and we started laying down the tracks. And then, um, just over the course of the year, it's been it's been incredible to to see the songs, um, you know, just slowly take shape and come alive. And like, I think like it's one of the coolest things to learn and to kind of like struggle through and learn how to articulate with words what it is that I'm hearing in my head about how I want the song to sound like. And like that process with, um, with Chris and the other musicians that have played on it has been, 
has been a really um, just transformative process. Uh, so we've done some of the recording out in Grand Rapids, some of it out in Ipsy, um, did some of it at Solid Sound out in Ann Arbor and um, Willis. Is that the city? Um, no, no, that one's in um, like Dixboro. Okay. Yep. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yep. And actually, yeah, tomorrow we're going to be doing some more in in Chris's uh, studio in his basement. So nice. Got so more going on. You you glazed over the other musicians. Who is playing on this record? So besides Jay. Yes. From Jay. Uh-huh. And Chris. Uh huh. Luke Jackson is playing oh. on a lot of it. Awesome. Um, Billy Harrington plays drums on some of it. Christina Furtado is playing cello. Awesome. Um, there's a couple people from uh, from Grand Rapids who are playing on it. Um, they Madison, have names. Huh? <laughs> they have names. Yes! <laughs> Madison George is playing uh, drums on one or two of the songs. And then um, Ian, oh shoot, Ian Thompson, is it? Uh, he plays upright bass on one of the tunes. And I hope I'm not missing anybody so There far. are people in Grand Rapids who listen to this, so. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm going to be embarrassing myself. That's okay. Um, no pressure. But yeah, they... Uh, um, and then I did some recording over at Greg Baxter's um, studio called Second Story Story Sound, and he's he's a wonderful guy. They're everybody that I've played with out in Grand Rapids. I'm just like super elated to have them on it, and it's like it's it's all. I'm very excited that all the musicians have agreed to to join me in the collaborative process. Well, congratulations! It sounds thank like you. it's going to be a great record so far. Yeah, thank you. Is there a, a stage that you've dreamt besides the art? Because you've already done that one. That you've dreamt about playing on that maybe uh, you'll achieve. As a well, back to that career goals question, I guess mm-hmm. is there some place that you'd like? I hope I get to play Eddie's Attic in Decatur, Georgia. Or I mean, I don't, I don't know what like where, where you're, where you're thinking as far as I want to do this. I as far as like as far as just like dreaming big and want to do this, I would love to play at Red Rocks. Oh, wow. I mean, like absolutely. Yeah. But as far as like as far as like what I'm like you know looking at in the near future, like. I just really want to play as many listening rooms as I can get my hands on. Like, I'd love to play listening room in, in Grand Rapids mm-hmm. and, you know, hoping to be able to do that. And, uh, yeah, but I I don't really I don't really have, like, certain stages that I'm, like, craving to play at. I kind of um, – I kind of just, like, take one step at a time. I tend to, like, freak myself out if I <laughs> if I look too far into the, into the future. Do you have a favorite moment of your career so far that you've – other than the stage playing at the arc, like something that happened that was just related to you playing music somewhere. Hmm. Such a vague question. Sorry. No, I like it. I'm just thinking for a second. I also the the air conditioning unit like turned off right as you <laughs> I finished that question. It was like dun, dun, dun. total silence in here. Um, Rin, this is your life. <laughs> Rin Tarsi will reveal a secret now that the air conditioning is shut off. Oh, actually. You know, I mean, this, I wouldn't say this is like my favorite moment, but, um, there was, there was one moment when I was busking that I was playing at a a farmer's market in, um, in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that like, because of copyright laws, um, I was only allowed to play original music and, um, and I had been doing a lot of covers through, you know, during the busking trip. And, uh, and so I ended up, um, like for busking, you know, I always, I'm always like, you know, trying to play like energetic songs. So some of my songs are that and some, some aren't really. And, uh, well, but this the time, last one is not. yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I did only play originals that, that time. And it was actually one of the most like well-received, um, times busking. And it kind of just like reminded me that I don't necessarily need to have everybody, you know, like 
like it's nice to have a, an audience that is already there but even like when people are milling about it was just it was just a nice a nice moment to to have them really appreciate the original stuff even even as they're just like walking walking through I've enjoyed some of the covers you've posted but I will take from another experience I had where a friend of mine was doing a show and he did a few covers during the show mm-hmm. But what really stood out were the originals because they were in his own voice. I yeah. wasn't spending any time thinking, well, he doesn't sound like that person. Right, yeah. I was more thinking about, that suits his voice really mm-hmm. nicely. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there there is, it, it's fun to do a cover because in a bar, clearly that's what you're going to do if you're, right. doing, if you're doing a bar thing. Yeah. Because people aren't really there to see you. Mm-hmm. But to catch their attention, sometimes just singing in your own voice yes. and not trying to like be Alanis Morissette or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it it almost gets people's attention. Like, what's this? Is this somebody else's song? Mm-hmm. They might ask you that as you're right. going along. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. I hope the I hope the plan that you just accidentally threw together by busking around the country and throwing your name out there leads to people looking you up. Yeah. Up like, like, are you going to do some sort of a pre-order where there'll be mm-hmm. uh, physical versions of this record coming out? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I uh, haven't officially launched my website yet, but that'll be, um, pre-orders will be available at rintarsi.com. And um, yeah, and I'll, I'll be having CDs. I was at the website and it's it does need a little bit more content. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it very much does. No, it looks it looks nice, but I'm like, where's the bio? Yeah, there's, there's no bio. I know. <laughs> we need a it's, bio. Rim. It's in the works. I know. These are, these are things that you have to do. You're putting on a record. <laughs> Maybe I know some people that could help you. <laughs> well, it's always good to see oh, you. I would love gosh. to hear another song before I, I awesome. set you free. Perfect. Um, I'm gonna play one of my absolute favorites. This one, I'm very excited for the way that it's uh, sounding on the on the album. It's called Pawpaw River. As I crossed the Pawpaw River A troubled mind I had I never thought that I'd look back Just look ahead But things don't ever stay the same Unless there is no more So I move across the river About that date last night, a puzzled mind I had. It didn't feel right when he took my hand. And I wonder if I've shared too many kisses in my days. And if I'm the only one who's in an angsty 20s. Redemption, what's the truth about the fall? 
Paw River for the second time. This year is June, last year was July. And I wonder if I've moved ahead or fallen behind. And I pray that God has mercy on my ever-changing mind. Oh, I've been chasing down the girl I was before, hoping one day she'd be mine again. But now I'm letting go, swinging wide the doors. I'm seeing colors that I never saw before. Now I'm looking through new eyes. And I love you, Mama, but I'm no child anymore. And one day we'll discover we're not made to please each other. Rintarsi on Acoustic Alternatives, and that is Paw Paw River. And I'm going to declare that the single from the record because that's a single. <laughs> that's a single. That belongs yeah. on the radio, on folk radio, on college radio stations across the country. That is catchy, memorable, well done. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you so much. Thank you for being part of this. Absolutely. I've been wanting to have you on. It's been, it's been too long since I've seen you, and I, I'm glad there was something new coming so that it was an excuse to get together. Yeah. And uh, I hope that the record does well and you get to play in front of actual people, Thank not you. just online <laughs> and then things like this. And I hope other people embrace what I'm doing here and go, yeah, I want to have Ren on my show too. Woo-hoo. Yeah. That'd be great. So, yeah. yeah. I want to again, thank David Palmer, dcpalmer.com. Again, this would not have happened without David and his support of what I'm doing. Um, if you or someone you know is looking to sell or buy a home, he's your man in the Metro Detroit area. Big music fan and uh, a really great guy to talk to, and he'll help you out for sure. David Palmer, affiliated with Realty Experts, LLC, 1420 Washington, number 301, Detroit, Michigan, 48226. And the phone number is 313-759-9558. Equally important to remember, rintarsy.com, R-I-N-T-A-S-R-Y, no E-Y. R-S-Y. What? What did I do wrong? You said S-R-Y. Did I? Yeah. Dyslexia is a horrible disease. Rintarsy.com. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, check her out, and uh, hopefully we can get her, if you're a fan of this show, on the east side of the states, we'll get her out here to play some shows. If you're a Grand Rapids area fan, you can probably catch her out there doing shows sometime in the near future, mm-hmm. farmer's markets and what have you, but yeah. stages, please, yes, where people yes, are yes. actually paying attention to you. <laughs> Great to see you. Great to see you too, John. Thank good, you so much. Good luck with the record. Thank you. Mm, we'll do another acoustic alternative soon. I got an idea who the next guest is, but I'm not going to say, so we'll Keep, keep, keep an eye on the website and subscribe if you can. Thanks to Max and his team for putting this uh, video together as well.